Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mike Armstrong podcast show. This morning, I'm joined by Toda Kirev um, from Toda Kirev Fitness, um, uh, actually from Bulgaria, um, but uh, been studying recently in Scotland, uh, in Aberdeen. And uh, we had a little chat about business, entrepreneurship, fitness, and and whatever. Um, so how are you doing this morning, Toda? You okay? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for uh, having me on this podcast. So it's noon right now, and the weather is like awesome here in Bulgaria. Yes, it's not so good in Wales. Uh, Wales, it rains a lot in Wales, which is why it's, um, it's very green. Uh, but we have had some, some sunshine in the last few days, but then it's gone terrible again. The last, you know, like two or three days has been rubbish. Before that, we had the hottest day of the year. And that's, that's the weather in Wales. You know, you can have four seasons in one hour. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there, but I would love to visit it one day, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's not that different to Scotland, although um, it's a bit more um, like the rural parts of Scotland. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you've been spending time in Aberdeen, so have you been to uh, Glasgow and, and, and Edinburgh? Yes, I've actually visited Glasgow and Edinburgh, and honestly, my favourite, by far my favourite city is Edinburgh. But, but yeah, yeah, it's like amazing, honestly. Yeah, well, 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 Cardiff's similar to Edinburgh, I would say. So it's a big city, but it's still got its castle and its its nice parts. If you like, you know, still quite open. It's not like London, where it's just all all city and and and, and not much open space. If you like, well, there's a few parks and stuff in London, but um, but yeah, but but um, Aberdeen is probably not is not as big as as, as Edinburgh, where, where you've been staying and. Um, I live yeah. outside of Cardiff, which is more, it's more like Aberdeen, if you like, mixture of, of um, you, know, sit, you know, of towns, if you like, and countryside. Yeah, yeah, got that. Yeah, I've been living in Aberdeen for the past two years now. And yeah, I'm studying there, University of Aberdeen. And yeah, what, yeah. What, what have you been studying? Uh, what, what brought you to, to Scotland to study? Uh, well, like I've always wanted to kind of uh, broaden my hori- horizons, okay, and like study abroad. And obviously, I'm coming from Bulgaria, and Scotland is actually the higher education is actually um, free. So this is one of the main reasons. And I've also um, always kind of loved like to visit the UK and all that kind of stuff. So basically, I decided to go for for Scotland. And yeah, Aberdeen, uh, I was actually rejected by the University of Edinburgh, unfortunately. And this left me, the only, the, the only choice I had left is to uh, go to Aberdeen. So yeah, but actually don't regret it. Uh, I've loved it so far. Yeah, yeah and that's it sometimes, you know, the path uh, you, you expect to go down, you end up down a different route and sometimes you, you end up having a better time, like, you know, so. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had to like, like course correct myself right and just adjust to the new the new situation and yeah it's been it's been good so far yeah and you're studying business yeah so business um well management yeah. or business studies yeah yeah my main degree is called business management but i'm also taking additional courses um such as finance economics and accounting but, but yeah honestly marketing is actually by, by far my favorite subject so far Oh, is it? Oh, that's good because obviously um, I'm a, a sales and marketing consultant and business growth consultant, and um, I used to be a corporate sales director. But for the last nine years, I've been running my own digital marketing agency, 
and I, I also run a consultancy business as well. So I provide um, entrepreneurs, business people with um, sales and marketing strategies, training services. Um, I, I'm an award-winning networker, so I also provide networking, training and advice. Um, I also help people with entrepreneurship, social media, all that sort of stuff. Because obviously the older business people tend to need more help with the technology side of things. Okay. The younger business people need more help with more the traditional communication, sales, marketing, telesales, field sales sides of things. So, you know, yeah. I, can, I can pivot um, both ways, really, depending on who I'm working with. Um, so I love helping entrepreneurs. I'm actually a business Wales mentor which means I work for the government and when people contact the government and say I need help with my business, if it's in the digital marketing space especially, they contact right. me and say would I like to help them and if, if we get on well as a mentor, mentee, then I'll work, I work for free to do that just to help, help younger entrepreneurs develop, like, you know. So I quite like, um, quite like helping entrepreneurs because to me it's about giving back. If you know information that you can share with other people, then why not share it? Um, and it's all about improving the, 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 either the, the, the Welsh economy, if I'm doing stuff for Business Wales, you know, or it's about improving the UK economy, if I'm helping businesses in the UK, or it's uh, improving the European economy, if I'm helping businesses in Europe, or it's improving yeah. the global economy, if I'm helping people around the world. So either way, I'm helping some economy somewhere. Yeah, always serving, right? That's, that's the first thing, right? Always serve first. Love yes. that, actually. Yes, definitely. Well, it's about it's a, be, become valuable by offering great value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, if, if you don't put out valuable content and help people at the end of the day, then I believe your business, whatever your industry, uh, your business in, then you can't really grow and scale if you actually don't help people genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the you know, the reason I podcast and YouTube and I've been using social media for a long time is because they're platforms that reach out to masses. And the more exactly. you put, put consistent information out there, the more you can um, help people. Because if that, you know, I, I use, you know, I use um, lots of content and lots of help and advice and tips, etc., um, to pad out my sales and marketing messaging. So, you know, I believe in a sort of two to one ratio, two to one two bits of good content that's helpful and, and, and offering value for one bit of conversion content that will hopefully get you new business. So if you provide, you know, I'm providing twice as much free value than I, than I look for in paid for value, if you like, you know, yeah, so exactly. much. And, and there are some people like young entrepreneurs who aren't ready to pay me, who I'm just offering them free information to hopefully get them to a stage in their business that they can afford to, to, to outsource to somebody like me then, you know? So I put a lot of yeah. free information on my podcast, which goes out to the world, which um, hopefully can reach as many young entrepreneurs as possible so that they all can, can benefit from, you know, my 30 years of experience. Exactly. And yeah, and for example, when, when you help them with your free content, you basically attract them to you so that they can actually become a pay, paying client and all that kind of stuff down the line, yeah, right? Well, that, that's the mission really is I want to become a global speaker. So ultimately all those people I help for free along the way, it might be, take for five, 10, 15, 20 years, but they all may then be successful in business. And at some point in the future, at that 15 year time, 10 year time, however long it takes, yeah, I'd be a, a global speaker. They'll be bigger in their business 
and uh, hopefully they'll want to engage in, in, in some of my paid for corporate training because they'd have grown their business from an SME into a large SME or into a small corporate and they'll have exactly. requirement for my products and services. So it's a, it's a clever strategy at the, at the same time as just helping people, as many people as you can on the planet, like, you know? Exactly. And it's all about like the long-term game, isn't it? And this is why I so much relate to what you just said, because this is one of the main things I tell my clients as well. Right, because I'm an online fitness coach and you can't expect to get shredded and get crazy apps in like a week or two, right? It's all about the long-term game. And one of my favorite quotes actually is uh, the saying that Rome wasn't built in a day, right? And so, yeah, I can definitely agree with what you just said. Yeah, well, everybody, especially the young generation this, uh, this, this day and age, so I'm glad you're different thinking than that but a lot of the young generation think they see people who've got it and they think oh I, I i want it and they think i can do something you know cut corners and skip the process and get it when actually you know the people they're looking at have gone through the process so you know um you know sometimes there's no um no replacement for just hard graft and, and longevity you know and experience sometimes that's just the only way and, and there can be quick fixes and there can be you know, accelerants and speed up things. There can be in fitness as there can be in the business world. But most of the time, you've just got to go through the process. You've got to do your dues, pay, pay, your, pay your dues and um, get, get in the queue of whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And sometimes you're just going to stay in that queue for a long time and, and other people will drop off the queue at the front end and you'll keep moving further up. And at some point, you'll be at the, at the buffet ready to eat. You know Exactly. Exactly, and I can definitely relate to to what you just said again because uh, I believe you need to have a solid foundation first to build upon later down the line. And instead of always uh, searching for the next best secret or the latest hack or taking the shortcut to success, like because we uh, this is quite common in the fitness industry, right? Because like almost everyone promises you the world and yeah, tells magic you that. pills, all the magic pills yes. can solve your problems. Yeah, and that you can get Brad Pitt's body in 30 days and get shredded and all that like crazy stuff. And But I believe you need to be uh, for the long game, right? You need to have a foundation and then sustainably and continuously build up on it, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's about layers. It's about small marginal gains, incremental growth and, and, and changing from one lifestyle to another start lifestyle, but with small changes over a sustained period of time. So I've done the, um, I did the couch to half marathon, you know, and I literally was not able to run the first time I went running. I probably mm -hmm. run for about 30 seconds, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe a minute. The next, the next time I, I got my breath back, so I went for like a walk around a lake, uh, around a, a park, you know, with a path all yeah. the way around it. That, you know, I run for like 30 seconds. The next time I run, I think I've got to be 30 seconds. I run for like 50 or something, you know, 40. Then the next time you run, you're like, oh, I've got to beat that one. And if you just basically just keep doing that every time you go out, then eventually, exactly. you know, within a couple of weeks, you're running like six miles uh, three times a week, which is what I was doing. You know, six, eight exactly. miles three times a week, like, you know. But it all depends when yeah. you've got that mentality to keep beating and keep improving and keep getting slightly better, slightly. And the more you keep pushing yourself, eventually you'll 
you'll get to whatever you want to get to, but you don't aim for that big thing. You just aim for slightly more than you did yesterday, or slightly more exactly. than you did a minute ago. Exactly, just uh, getting bet, like 1% better each and every day, and like this will add up over time, right? But I assume you, um, you didn't get ready to run half a marathon for uh, a couple of days, right? It took you time and patience and consistency, right? Yeah, well, it, took me, it took me six months all in all because I actually committed to do a bike ride, a 60-mile bike ride. So I did training for three months for the bike ride, but I committed to doing the marathon. And I'd, so I did the bike ride for three months before. So I did three months riding on a bike, did the bike ride, and then did three months running exercise. So I was, yeah. I was getting fitter, but the different muscles, if you like, whilst riding a bike. But I was getting fitter yeah. for three months, did the bike ride, then did the run for three months. So I did six months yeah. training, if you like, physical activity training, but three months on a bike and then three months running. And, yeah. and then, you know, yeah, if you just keep getting slightly better every time you go, then eventually you'll be able to do. And my, my mission for doing the, card, the half marathon, Cardiff half marathon, was just to not stop running. So I didn't have a time. I did it in two hours, 45 minutes, which went, went from zero to, 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 to the half marathon, you know, literally from completely unfit to being able to run yeah. the, the half marathon. And, and I, did, I didn't stop the whole way around. I did, because I got up to doing training for like eight miles or something a couple of times a week before the actual marathon. I was comfortable to about 10 miles and then the last three miles killed me because I didn't quite yeah. get the incremental training up to the level I needed to because of the, the, the short amount of time. So the last yeah. three miles killed me. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's possible. Uh, so I, 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 I'm, I, I do that in all aspects of life is just keep pushing myself with incremental uh, step ups, if you like. So fitness is an obvious place to do the same thing as what I do in, in work life, business life, whatever. It's always about how you can just get a little bit more out of yourself, a little bit more out of yourself, and a little bit more out of yourself. And and actually if you if you go for the the big goal by setting small and medium goals and then doing your daily tasks to reach those goals, it's much easier to achieve those little daily tasks and just making those exactly. slightly better than it is to go and aim for that big goal, which is too far out of reach a lot of the time. Exactly, and yeah, I 100% agree. It applies to every single aspect of life, whether that's business, fitness, like whatever. You just, you need to get into the habit of uh, like doing this every single day and focusing on getting better. Like it may sound as a cliche, but progress over perfection, right? So yeah, love that. But also, um, so I'm massively into motivation and, and mindset as well. So you've got to get your mindset right first of all to achieve any goal. It doesn't matter what the goal is. If your mindset isn't right, then you won't achieve it because exactly. you'll quit or you'll give up or the first hurdle come its way and you'll you'll get out of the way. So, so for example, for that um, uh, Cardiff Half Marathon, I committed to run for charity. So I had the right. I had the applied pressure of having to train for the marathon because I'd committed to a charity that I was going to do it. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you've got to get, put something in place that's going to motivate you to keep going. Yeah, it, it's in play, it seems to me that you had this external accountability. So you basically didn't do this for yourself, right? You did, you did this for a greater cause, which is like for charity, right? So this is what actually kept you going. Uh, when things got tough, right? And honestly, uh, working on your mindset, um, like first thing, 
I believe is critical because this is actually one of the main things we cover first with my clients because if you just said this, if you don't get your mind in the right place, nothing else really matters after this, right? That's right, yeah, yeah, because you're just going to keep uh, failing and keep going through the process of start, starting and stopping and giving up and and all of yes. that. So, um, so yeah, so, so, so if you can leverage outside external pressure somehow, if you know that your mindset isn't as strong as it could be in that area, I, I got a very strong mindset, but I knew with fitness, if I allowed myself the opportunity to get off the hook, I'd get off the hook. So I didn't allow myself that opportunity by putting a higher pressure on me than I could apply myself at that time. And, uh, and so that's a good strategy. But that's why a lot of people give up smoking, get fitter, for example, when they're having children, you know, they have that extra thing to think about, which gives them that extra steely mindset, etc. So it's about leveraging whatever it is that you have out there. I remember once I lost the stone in a month, you know, and that was for my wedding. Exactly. I, I wanted to get fit for wedding pictures. Yeah, and you, you essentially had your deep reason why right this is what like drove you to to get to take action and actually lose one stone in 30 days or so right because yeah. it wasn't just losing the weight it was you essentially wanted to look better on your wedding so that that was i assume the big reason why you essentially did this right yeah yeah exactly so 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 sometimes you just got to find whatever that mechanism is whatever that that thing is that's going to get you to focus more and be determined more on whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you just got to find it. So like for me, um, the start of lockdown, <clears throat> I had a great uh, lockdown because um, as soon as lockdown come, I decided to get fit and I've, I've been actually getting fit. So I did the, the, the half marathon thing. So on my wedding, I did that fitness thing and lose a month. And that was like uh, probably well, 18 years ago now, something like that. Uh, four, four years ago, I did the half marathon and decided to get fit again because I hurt myself the last three miles because I wasn't quite fit enough. I stopped training again and it was winter time anyway. So by the time the summer come, I stopped training. But ever since then, that changed me because I was doing that six months of training, three months on the bike, three months uh, running. I got back into exercising again. But because I'm busy, self-employed and working, I was probably doing two or three training sessions a week, gentle stuff yeah. on my bike, fair weather riding when the, when the weather's nice getting out on the bike, but not doing so much exercise all the rest of the time. And I was doing that then for, say, the last three, four years. <clears throat> but then when lockdown come, <clears throat> I thought, one, I've got extra time in my schedule. What do I want to fill it with? And two, there's a killer virus. If ever there's a time to get fit, then the time to get yeah. fit is now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad that you actually took action because in fact, unfortunately, most people didn't and they didn't use this time wisely. And this kind of pains me to say this, but uh, I think that's true. So, so yeah. Yeah, a lot of people um, found, found that they were at home all of the time and they were only a couple of yards away from their fridge. Whereas yeah. I've been working from home for eight years anyway, so I know where my fridge is and I know I don't want to go there until I'm hungry. Exactly. You, you, know, you know what I mean? I don't just go back and forth to the fridge. I'm, I'm too busy on Zoom calls anyway to do that. But, but also, you know, to me, again, the motivation at that time was my health. I thought, well, you know, this is the time to get your 
um, your um, immune system as strong as possible, <coughs> which fitness is going to do, and so, so is nutrition and hydration and all of those things, this is the time to do it. Because if you get a killer virus, then it's not going to affect you so much. So I started my own uh, lockdown routine for about three months. And then I discovered a, a thing called hashtag 75 hard. It's a 75 day challenge. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. You know it? Yeah. And that's a, it's a mental toughness challenge, but it includes fitness, diet, you know, um, hydration, education, uh, exercise, a, a bit of everything. And actually, the reason I'm mentioning that today is yesterday was my last day. It was the 75th day of my 75-day challenge. Awesome. And like, what was the experience? Oh, it was, uh, it was awesome, really. I loved it. Like, you know, I loved the, you know, it wasn't that hard, although it's hashtag 75 hard. For me, it wasn't that hard because I was in the right mental space and I was in lockdown. So a lot of the things I was giving up didn't matter so much because we were giving them up anyway in lockdown. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah so definitely. it wasn't as mentally tough as it could have been had the pubs been open, for example, because I've been on a 75 day booze ban. Yeah. Right. So not yeah. as hard to do in lockdown as if you were out socialising and I do a lot of networking and meeting people in the real world and stuff. So I'd have had to say no quite a lot. But saying that, I've said no to, to cans of lager when I've been offered it every Saturday because I go shopping for my, my dad and his girlfriend who were in um, Shielding. So I've had to say no to alcohol, which is you know, yeah. part of the mental toughness thing, saying no, you know, not, not having things, not getting involved. I've been on a diet for 75 days. You know, most people struggle just being on a diet without having to do all the other things as well. Yeah. You exercise twice a day, every day for 75 days. Again, lots of people struggle with that. But I was already on an exercise bender, if you like, or bug for three months before I took the 75-day challenge. So I was already geared up um, with my own exercise routine. I was mostly doing it six days a week, sometimes seven, but I'd have the odd day off. Whereas with the 75-day challenge, it's every day. You can't have the day off. So I'm looking forward at some point soon to have a day off when I just don't do anything. Yeah. Because I've yeah. been working hard and training hard for a long time, for six months. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely deserve a day off uh, during the week to kind of recharge your batteries, recover, all that good stuff, you know. Yeah, so and I haven't had a holiday this year at all. So I'm going to give myself one day holiday, like, you know, at some point when I literally <laughs> just have a day doing nothing watching telly on the settee and chilling. Yeah, I mean, everyone deserves it, like, every now and then, you know. Yeah, but actually, I, I, I'm going to adapt probably 80-90% of the 75-day challenge and just keep doing it, because I like it. I like, the, I like yeah. the habit, I like the routine. Yeah, I assume you've already adopted, like, certain healthy habits, because, let's face it, like, two months and a half is not, like, a short amount of time. So I assume you've already adopted like certain healthy habits and you are into, into motion and you have like a solid routine in place. And now it's actually easier for you to sustain it long term, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I've done the 75 days, um, the 75 days, the, the, the toughest bit about the 75 day challenge is I'm already busy in business and I already got my own daily routine of challenges, if you like. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I started my podcast in the lockdown and I, I, I moved, I originally was going to do my podcast once a week and then I realized I got more to say than that. So I changed it to a daily podcast. Once I actually started recording the episodes, I started doing three a day and then I was listening to 
um, an audio book, a 10x book by Grant Cardone, and yeah. also um, Think and Grow, no, sorry, The Magic of Thinking Big by David yeah. Swartz. And I decided to give myself a target of 10 episodes a day. Whoa. And I've been, you know, not hitting that every day, but I've been averaging probably around eight. So I've upped it from three to eight a day, but you know, so, so it's just time. It's, it's, it's trying to get everything in. I've got so many different things I'm trying to achieve right now that it's balancing them all. So with the 75 day challenge, what I, what, what would be easier for me instead of the two 45 minute exercises per day, one being outdoors and one being indoors, it'd be much easier for me to do hour and a half a day or on days when I'm squeezed for time, just an hour. Yeah, I like. Do an hour or an hour and a half exercise every day forever, or, or for as long as I can ongoing in the future. That's still going to be great because I've exactly. been doing the two hour exercises a day anyway for a long period of time. And actually, before I did the challenge, I was doing three, but I was doing half hour, hour, half hour. That worked right. easier at that time. But I think now, because I'm doing so much business challenges, I'm going to just change it to one hour. But I'll try and do hour and a half when I can but um, I'm probably going to commit to an hour at least every day, but it's much easier for me to do one session than two. Yeah, and yeah, I would say that you don't really need more than an hour or so every single day. If you get, if you adopt this, uh, the habit of like exercising for one hour every single day or at least five, six times, then basically that's, that's more than you need, in yeah, my opinion. Say, I think they say you can do half-hour exercise five or six days a week, and that's enough fitness a human being needs, I think. I think that's what I've been told. I don't, I don't yeah, know and especially, yeah, and especially because like, I can see that you've been pumping out content like crazy. You have a lot of things going on, and basically you're not a professional bodybuilder, right? So honestly, you don't really need more than an hour or so every day, in my opinion, of course. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and so that's easier. And then obviously I'm going to knock the reading 10 pages on the head and just do audio book because then, because I've been reading an audio book in and I do the audio book in at the same time as I'm going out on the bike or doing weights or cooking or whatever. So, so therefore, time-wise, it fits in lovely. So I keep doing the education. I've probably gone through like 12 books during lockdown. Awesome. Yeah, like I've actually experimented with this and what I usually do is get on the morning walk for like 30, 40 minutes and I plug in an audio book and um, yeah, it's been, it's doing, it's been, I found it really, really awesome and I love it. And this is why I've worked hard for the last couple of weeks to kind of adopt this habit because yeah, it's really, it's worked wonders for me to put yeah. it this way. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, at the end of the day, if you're already out walking or riding a bike or whatever for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever, if you get the audio book and learn something, if you get that consistent exercise done every day, and then you're going through that hour of audio book every day, yeah, and you're learning a lot, you're absorbing a lot of information uh, quickly, like, you know, and um, and actually not yeah. taking any time out of your schedule to learn that information because you, you were already doing something anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, right. yeah, definitely. So, so, uh, so that's what I'm into. The alcohol thing, I'm definitely going to knock on the head because I like a drink now and then. But I'm only just going to have one or two drinks 
which is what I was doing before the 75-day challenge of no alcohol. I was just having one or two drinks on a Friday or Saturday night anyway, like, you know, so just, you know, that's nothing. That's, that doesn't even have any effect. If you're, if you're having good hydration, good nutrition and good exercise, drinking one or two cans of cider on a weekend, it has no effect on you whatsoever, really. Yeah, you can definitely enjoy alcohol in moderation, obviously. It is not the, the healthiest thing on the planet, but if it's in moderation, it's only a couple of times per week, and you've got all these things in place, like a, like a healthy nutrition plan and like staying active and working out every single day or re regularly, then by, by all means, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, 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 and it's good to have, you know, it's good to have a, a social drink with someone now and then. There's, there's other benefits of socialising, you know, of being around people, and and in the UK yeah. that is the culture. You know, a lot of the time you meet people in a coffee shop or a pub. You know, I don't know whether that culture will remain, you know, longer term. Yeah. Um, obviously, we, it all depends on this coronavirus, whether there's a vaccine or whatever. But the culture has always been, and it's actually been getting less and less with the younger generation because. They mostly don't socialize and they socialize online, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. but, but yeah, but, but uh, my generation, you know, I grew up where it was all based around, uh, you know, the pub and nightclubs and, and that sort of stuff. And so, you know, for me meeting other business people of my age or older, that's what we do. We meet for a coffee, we meet for a beer, you know, and, and yeah. there's no need to not, not, not do right. that in your routine. Yeah, yeah? exactly. Because there's other mm, human do. benefits of that. There's other human interaction benefits of, of, of that process. If you like. Yeah, it's always better to meet and connect with someone in person, right? Because, yeah, I, I mean, I obviously love uh, and try to take like full advantage of the internet because if it wasn't for the internet, we wouldn't be here talking with each other right now. But obviously, connect, connecting with someone in person is always better, in my opinion, of course. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, I'm massively into networking. I do networking training, as I said. I currently got um, an A to Z of networking series running on my podcast, as well as A to Z of sales, A to Z of marketing, A to Z of social media, and A to Z of entrepreneurship. Um, so I'm a massive networker. I won an award uh, in 2018 at Wales's Biggest Business Network as Network of the Year, which is the first time they give that award out after 10 years of trading. Uh, 10 years in business out of 300 members I won the first award like you know so so I'm pretty yeah, that's, and, that's a uh, and I, and yeah, I, I mean, as well as doing the podcasting religiously I'm doing sort of six to eight networking events a week as well at the moment I only used to do two a week in the real world so uh, so I do a lot of online networking but you know the online networking is great but it's not the same as real world networking you know and, and it's just the same as online zoom meetings are great but they're not the same as you know, meeting flash to flash, shaking hands, looking the whites of the eyes, etc. So there's room in, for both. You know, the online stuff's much more efficient, time efficient, and 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 and, and you know, cost efficient. Um, but the yeah. real world is just you know, so you just you just pick and choose when is best to do which one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so what sort of uh, areas uh, do, you, do? Is it just the fitness you work on, or do you work on the nutrition and all that? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So essentially, I actually um, went fully online uh, at the beginning of lockdown, so at the end of March. And uh, yeah, I'm obviously, um, I it's a, like a whole like body transformation, life changing. 
like life-changing program where we obviously look at various different aspects so that my my clients can actually go through a complete transformation not not just about me sending them like nutrition plans or workout plans but like i said a couple of minutes ago we obviously start with mindset we then laid a foundation by uh, with the training and nutrition fundamentals, then we look into different aspects of how to reduce stress, how to break through fat loss plateaus, and obviously one of the um, one of the big things that I actually touch on is how to make this uh, sustainable. So this is one of the big things that again I work with my clients on is basically how to make this a lifestyle journey if you will and just because it's not a cookie cutter or a quick fix program yes it's depending on obviously on your personal needs personal needs it it can range from three to six months Uh, but yeah like by the end of the program the goal is to basically to have a completely new lifestyle and a whole new identity basically your 2.0 version of yourself so that you can have a better version of themselves yeah, and so that you can basically rediscover your prime. So, and I own like I mainly work with middle-aged, busy corporate professionals and like business owners. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And uh, I've got something you might want to use or not. A lot of people find it interesting. I created this during the lockdown. I call it the Smart Happiness Formula. Yep. And uh, basically, it's like a, a daily routine, a daily ritual that if um, you do. Is scientifically, uh, uh, chemically, biologically proven to make you happier. Yeah. And uh, the the five step formula as an acronym is called the SMART Happiness Formula. Yep. And it stands for uh, sleep, meditation, or mindfulness, uh, ability to perform, which covers exercise, nutrition, and hydration, uh, random acts of kindness, and targets target setting, target achievement, yeah? So basically, five steps, five things, obviously yep. in the middle one, the, the A, got three things in it, exercise, nutrition, yep. and hydration. So there's really seven, seven steps, if you like, or seven things to do every day. But if you do those seven things every day, you're guaranteed to be happier. Yeah. And most people do 60, 70, 80% of those things anyway, and think they're happy, but actually, if they add the last 10, 20%, 30% to it, they'll be much happier. Yeah, I actually love this formula, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so I've actually got a, a set times for the formula, but they're very, it's a very easy daily routine yeah, to, um, to basically make sure you have a minimum amount of sleep. Everyone knows that, seven to eight hours. Yeah. Uh, you do at least 30 minutes of mindfulness or meditation. Yeah. Yep. You you're, look after your ability to perform, which means, you know, at least half a gallon of water a day for your hydration. So you just drink water regularly. You exercise at least 30 minutes a day. And you, um, you have a, a healthy, well-balanced diet. So you just cut out all of the, you know, sugars, salts, you know, wheat. Yeah, you know, yeah okay. Just have a healthy, well-balanced diet. Cut out all the shit, but just eat, eat healthy meals. Not, not diets. Just healthy, well-balanced meals, yeah? You do at least one random act of kindness every day, but ideally you do it whenever you can. 
Yeah. So it's like texting a friend, calling a yeah, friend. Yeah, uh, resharing someone's post on social media, liking and commenting <laughs> it, and giving them a high five and telling them what a great post. Easy ways yeah. of doing random acts of kindness, but also you know helping your granny out, you know, calling your mum who wants to speak to you, whatever. Whatever random acts of kindness can happen, but just do them randomly, but just do them, you know, because doing good things for other people makes you feel good. So it's, yeah. it re releases a chemical oxytocin, it's a hormone. So actually it's, it chemically makes you feel better. So it's you know, scientific, it's, it's fact, like, you know. <clears throat> and then setting targets and, and, and putting uh, a nice reward for achieving that target gives you great anticipation, which actually makes you feel good as well. Yeah. Yeah. But also setting lots of little targets every day gives you the pleasure of the hormone being released of, of target achievement. Yeah. So yeah. you feel that sense of accomplishment, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically all those things combined together will guarantee to make you happier. So if you have a daily routine where you just do those things consistently. So like at the moment, for example, my target is um, 10 podcast episodes a day. Right. So when I hit my 10 per day, I feel great. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When I only yeah. achieve eight, I still feel great because eight is way more than most other people are doing. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I don't know anyone at this point to be doing eight to 10 podcast episodes every day, to be no, honest. No, and, that, and that's why I'm doing it because I like to be different and I like to push myself. And so I didn't, I, I, I called my first podcast and if you Google search it, you'll find it. It says Mike Armstrong's weekly podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to do but, it once a week. That's what I initially thought I could commit to. And now you're pumping out like 10 episodes every single day, which is yeah. insane, to be honest. Yeah, it is insane. But, but I, I'm doing it because I want to be different. And I, I'm, I'm trying to do something that's insane because I'm trying to yeah. become a global speaker. So I have to leverage some insanity somewhere to make myself above the crowds and exactly. above the masses. Yeah. Yeah, You've got to do something, haven't you? You've got to be known for doing something. I'm going to be known for being the crazy Welsh guy who just pumps out podcast episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 100%. I agree. Yeah. And you're it's, putting like, it's like if you do hashtag 75 hard and then you whack in all of my, my own podcast, YouTube and social media targets, it's called hashtag crazy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, you and like the great news is that you're doing this every single day right the it is not you're doing this every now and again right you're doing this every single day and this is why you're getting ahead of so so many people right yeah exactly and it's um, it's not sustainable you know because at some point i've got to have a holiday you know yeah. at some point um at some point the business world might kick back in and i might not be able to make the 10 a day. So, so I'm doing what I'm doing at the moment because I'm in lockdown and, I, and lockdown affords me to do different things in a different way than out of lockdown does. But, you know, who knows what out of lockdown is going to look like right now because the whole world is reshaping itself at the moment. So I might be able to commit to long term five a day. But, but yeah, in my, yeah. my pre-lockdown, because I started this podcast at the beginning of lockdown, and in my pre-lockdown phase and mindset, I thought I could only commit to one a, a week. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, now you're like, I don't know, like 60, 70 episodes per week, right? 
which is. I, 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 I've done four hundred and eighty odd episodes since the end of April. Yeah, so yeah, for four months, four hundred and something episodes. That's that's basically amazing, and honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I mean, and then you you have this habit in place right now, so even when things get back to normal, you'll be at least putting out like a few episodes every single week. It's not going to be at least one, in my well, opinion. I should be able to realistically do the 10 a day that I set myself a target on and I'm probably currently averaging around eight because I do 10 some days and some days only eight. I should be able to consistently do the 10 once I drop down the 75 hard a little bit because obviously I'm going to drop down that a little bit now. No, that's over. Only slightly. That goes down to say 90, 80% where it was, which will allow me that yeah. extra leverage to go back up you know, in, in the podcasting world, if you like, and the consistency. But then when the new norm kicks in, who knows where the dust will settle then? I don't know. Depends what the routine looks like. But I guess my lockdown routine is probably not going to change that much going forward. It just depends how much other people still stick to Zoom in and not real world meetings. Because I'm going to probably yeah. still stick to Zoom in because I'm now globally networking and globally doing business and stuff. So for me, I'll probably just stay Zoom in, but it depends how much other people around me go back to the, yeah. the, the old norm or stick to the new norm. <coughs> it's the same as your fitness, you know, it depends what percentage of people want you to do something in the real world versus still yeah. online. That, that can yeah. be decided by the market rather than you sometimes, like, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you have to basically adapt, right? And adjust things as you go, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a bit of uh, something in my throat there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so yeah, that, that happiness formula, I, I created it during the lockdown. And um, I'm going to teach it forever to, to people forever because the, um, the, the way I come up with it was really clever, but I was actually living it at the time. But what I realized is at the beginning of lockdown, I've had a great lockdown. Yeah. And I actually always myself used to do sort of 70, 80% of the daily routine, but I was doing the 100% of the daily routine. And that's how I knew that actually the 10, 20, 30% difference that I wasn't doing before makes a big difference to how happy you can feel and how yeah. mentally strong you can feel as well. Yeah. And so essentially yeah. this is how you came up with it, right? Yeah. The lockdown forced me into the routine and lots of other things fell into place, but but then I started thinking about it. And also I, I, I listened to a talk of Jarek Robbins, son of Tony Robbins, and he had a five-step happiness plan, which is similar to this, but slightly different. And it resonated with me because I was living it at the time. And when, when, he, when he was talking to me, he was like, hang on a minute, I'm living this. He's teaching a process that I'm actually living right now. But my, yes. I had some slight variants on it. And, <clears throat> and he teaches it as a happiness, uh, five steps of happiness. Whereas I come up with an acronym and teach it as a formula because I, I actually was putting in the amount of time and, 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 and that sort of thing and just and, and the variance as well because I had some slight differences of opinion with what he was educating and what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you like it's, it's a bit like it's a bit like Pepsi and Cola, you know, Pepsi offer Coke, Coke offer Coke, but they offer in a slightly different formula. Yeah, and like honestly, your the formula like smart like is a great and easy to remember acronym, right? And yeah, I think yeah, my formula is better. You know, mine's a better, better delivered, better packaged formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because I, yeah. I I thought about it for quite a long time, and and the formula developed. You know, 
with constant thinking. I'm a creative thinker. So I put a lot of power, I put a lot of computers into fixing a problem that I wanted to solve, which was actually I want to educate this to the world. How do I package it well to, to, to yeah. deliver it? And yeah, that's how you actually yeah, came up with it and constantly refined it. And now you're teaching this to basically your yeah, and actually a big part of success obviously once we got onto the target bit and the goal achievement i've been in target and goal orientated settings my entire life because i've been involved in in entrepreneurship and sales yeah yeah and what i realized is after the target bit i realized well a big part of my happiness is success yeah whatever success looks like for you as well so not only is there the physical, chemical way of making yourself happy and feeling great, but long term, a lot of people require success to feel happy as well because they feel like they're achieving something, whatever success looks like to an individual. Yeah. Success could be being thin, it could be giving up smoking, it could be you know growing a business, whatever it may be. So, so actually, after coming up with a five-step uh, acronym and, and formula for happiness, that led me on to coming up with a seven step plan and formula for success awesome and yeah i totally relate and totally agree with what you just said about success because yeah i mean i've been like um a, like a high achiever all my life and all, although i'm like 20 year 21 now yeah. like i mean like um achieving success is one of the most important things for me and if i'm not like quote-unquote successful like depending on of course what i will i view success is right if i'm not successful then i will not be happy right so yeah. so yeah yeah definitely. definitely well you know we start off at a young age i i got used to winning i was the fastest boy in junior school you know when i played rugby for high school we won the league and cup double for the first three years of high school i left in the fourth year I don't know if they weren't carried on winning it or not, but I got used to winning, 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 winning mentality and winning mindset. And once you get used to winning, you hate losing. And, and so exactly. therefore you have, a, have to have certain elements in your life that is success to, to constantly keep winning. And, you know, after the winning as a sports person, as a kid, you know, I've won, you know, top salesperson awards regularly, top sales manager awards regularly. I've won um, lots of marketing awards, yeah, I won Network of the Year. You know, to me, these things are important because they keep showing progression and growth, and and, and that is to me success. Success is growing, yeah, not and staying yeah, the same and, and growing. And it's part, like, of the happiness, right? And like, achieving all these like accolades and awards is basically one part of you feeling happy, right? I'm not saying that this is all you care about, but at least it's one piece of the puzzle of the happiness puzzle let's put it that way right yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely which is and then so, so once i sort of realized success was an important part of happiness i discovered seven pillars what i consider to be the seven pillars of success which basically turns anybody from you know unsuccessful to successful and they're they're lifelong pillars you can't just get success you know with a daily formula you know, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a routine that you've got to do daily, monthly, yearly on the path of success because success is a longevity thing, yeah? Exactly, it's a lifelong journey, right? Yes, I yeah, mean. exactly. So, so I call the success formula streams. 
and, and the stream stands for uh, systems, technology, relationship, relationships, efficiency, action, marketing, and sales. Right. And, and pretty much, if you imagine you got say three plants, <coughs> and you plant, you know, by doing daily routines, you plant each one of those seven things. If you grow them over a sustained period of time, then you're going to be successful. You cannot become more successful by improving systems, by implementing technology, by improving and working on your relationships, by you know improving your efficiency, by creating massive action, yeah, by improving your sales ability and improving your marketing ability. All of those things on their own make you better yes. as a person, as a business, as whatever. But to, together, if you grow them all equally and you just keep working on them, they, they, they can guarantee to make you more successful. You know, how can you not be more successful? You know, systems, for example, if you work to systems and keep implementing good systems in your business, that's what makes a business valuable because systems work when you're not in it. So a business is systems yeah. and processes, you know? Exactly. It's a collection exactly. of systems and processes that makes profit for a, for a business, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, and then exactly. technology has been invented to make life easier. So, you know, right. implement technology and you're going to have an easier life. You're going to get more done, more efficiency, etc. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I think there's going to be a massive bounce back after the economy sort of slowly recovers. There'll be a huge growth period in them because there's a million businesses, billions of businesses out there who've just got more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, because of technology, you know, they're, they're not. There's a million companies whose sales guys are doing two-hour Zoom meetings and not having to do the two hours to get their two hours back. So they're making yeah. four hours more in a day. Yeah, exactly. Like lots of people, I believe, and like businesses and stuff are finally kind of realizing the huge positive impact of technology. Right. So this is why we see like so many companies actually that they allow their em employees to have more, to work for them online, basically, for like half their work week or so. So like companies like Google and stuff. So, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, and also, you know, people are globally networking. Now people can find customers around the world. They can service them around the world. They can service them in less time. You know, there's people on LinkedIn all the time, constantly now. LinkedIn is like, it's like a busy universe now. You know, there's, there's just... It's just so many things that have, uh, are going to impact people's businesses, but the people don't realize at the moment how much it's going to impact them. But I think the economy will see the effect of that at some point. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then obviously relationships, you know, investing in your personal relationships, your, your, your team around you, and your network uh, are three massive ways that you can grow as a person, as a business, as an entrepreneur. So relationships are massive, you know, and they will still be massive, whether they're done over the phone or online and not in person so much. They're still going to be massive, massively down to relationships. Um, and then you've got efficiencies and actions. You know, if you, if you, if you um, implement efficiencies in whatever you do, you can get more done, which allows you to create more actions. So more activity, more action creates more success. So 10 yeah. podcast episodes a day is going to reach more people than three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so action. And then marketing and sales are the pillars of any success because there's lots of people in this world who are great at stuff, but nobody knows them because they're not very good at marketing and sales. 
yeah and like if you are not generating sales then you don't obviously have the ability to impact so many people because you're gonna be out of business if you don't make money right so yeah, yeah. i mean that's it yeah so so actually you know those seven pillars of success i believe you could do sustainable on their own for a while and still be successful but they won't give you longevity because lots of people could be following those seven su success formulas but working too many hours eating badly and actually dying you know because they've been burnt out and this is why if you actually smash my two formulas together it's called yeah. smart streams yeah yeah just, and that, just yeah and that's what i believe puts people onto full flow that's when you're in full long-term success so i call it an elite business performance formula yeah. yeah it's the 360 holistic view of success yeah which is looking after your business your income your entrepreneurship plus yourself to be able to sustain it long term yeah and that's how you achieve success basically in every aspect yeah. of life that's how, that, that's 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 how you crack life to be honest with you the the smart yes. stream success formula is the formula for for, for cracking life <laughs> a nice way to put it yeah definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I come up with all of that in lockdown, and now I'm just going to write books on it and train people on seminars and and all that sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to just creating loads of great content around that for the rest of my life, like, you know, because I really I believe a hundred percent in it. So I don't care if other people do or not. I'll I'll get them to over time. Exactly. So lockdown was productive uh, for yes. you, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you say, because when you're happy, you get productive. Yeah. If, you, if you follow the formulas, if you follow the formulas, yeah. if you if you do lots of sleep, meditation, look after your ability to perform, uh, do random acts of kindness and target setting, yeah, that gets you to be more productive. And then if you actually implement systems, technology, relationships, efficiencies, actions, marketing, and sales, you get very yeah. productive. Yeah. yeah. You can't you yeah. can't do the systems without them having an impact. Yeah. Because they're all impactful, you know, everything in the systems is impactful. So they have to have yeah. an impact. Yeah. A hundred percent. Now I can see how all these things actually combine together, like, like work together. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm living proof of this. So once I've made it to a global speaker stage, which is what, what my big target is, yeah, all the little targets I'm doing, all of the activities I'm doing are all with that big goal in mind. Yeah. And once I make it to that stage and people ask me how I did it, I'll say, subscribe to the formulas. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah. Exactly. And like, yeah, you, you have your ultimate goal that you want to achieve in mind and then you bro break it down step by step. And now you're putting in daily action to, go to, to eventually get to where you want to be. I'm in, the, you... I'm in the technology, I'm in the systems, I'm in the efficiency, I'm in the action, I'm in the marketing, I'm in the sales system yeah you know exactly what i'm doing this is what i'm doing every day i'm doing all of the things i'm i'm going to be teaching people i'm doing it every day so once they see the end product of it the proof yeah which is i'm still working on the proof but as soon as i yeah. have the proof the social proof and the, and the total proof then i'll just sell the systems i know the systems yeah. work but but other people require proof which is fair enough there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah, yeah exactly and uh, again, this applies to fitness as well, right? I mean, if I have like hundreds of uh, like testimonials and uh, people that have 
literally transformed not only their bodies but their lives and they are like um they've put together like a short video of themselves talking then people will see me as a credible figure in the space right so yes. so yeah social exactly. proof and, and ultimately the more you work again i've got a 360 degree um holistic view of, the, of everything that I'm involved in and that's come over time you know when I was in my 20s I wasn't doing this like you know what I mean but, but yeah. your, your package comes at whatever age it comes and, and it gets together something I wish I had when I was younger was a mentor um, and actually I'm a mentor now and a coach for people but because you can learn quickly off other people who've already been there especially if they're good exactly. educators or they can share their experience with you. I wish I had a mentor at an earlier age. I also, I do a lot of personal development now, but I wish I started in my twenties because I learn off the best people on the planet right now because I want to be the best people on the planet, the best person on the planet and the stuff I'm learning. So I'm learning off the best people, the people who are in the position I want to be in because, you know, who else can I learn off? I want, you know, if I want to get there, I got to learn off the people there, you know? I wish I'd done this in my 20s because I'd probably already be where, where I want to be right now. I'd be there right now if I'd done it in my 20s. Exactly. And this is the main reason why I, uh, I've also invested like thousands of dollars since the beginning of actually lockdown. And the same reason why, because I want to learn from the best people in my space. Yeah. Because they are, they've already been where i want to be right so yes. they know that they know the route they and exactly they know the clear path but, and they basically teach me how to get there myself with their help so that's yeah, definitely and i think you're on the right path you know with, you know combining the the mental strength and the mental stuff and and the nutrition and the fitness and all of that that holistic you know 360 that's what that's what i do now so that's why i agree is the right path the more you can work on you know the total problem rather than just you know one element of the problem because you know you've sought one element you fix one element of a problem and there's still four other related problems you don't actually solve the problem yes yeah 100 percent. yeah 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 so you've got to go big you've got to be think big picture thinking and think uh, you know holistically on, on okay what are all of the interconnected parts of this puzzle and how do i fix each one of them so that i'm offering the total solution that the client needs and it, it sounds to me that you're, you're you're delivering that so you know at a young age that's really well done to have got to that point like you know, yeah i appreciate the kind words but yeah I, I like just like you have like a clear goal in mind where you want to be i have that for myself as well and this is why i'm I started, I, I fortunately, I've realized this already at this young age and now essentially I'm putting in the daily work that hopefully will get me there. Yeah. So, so yeah, and yeah, I mean, like you said, just at the beginning of this podcast, you're giving every single day, you're putting out value for people and you're giving back. And this is what I'm also trying to do and like serve my clients and give, give out like put out value every single day and basically help people because I actually used to be overweight in my early teens and to be picked on by other by my peers and laughed at on a daily basis which uh, as like a 30 13 year old like teen it really had a huge negative in, impact on my confidence right 
but yeah, I mean, I'm so grateful that it happened because if it if it didn't happen, then I wouldn't be where I am today. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm grateful. Most, grateful. most successful people uh, seen as successful by other people. Uh, most successful people have that moment in their life. So actually, you got to those people, those bullies or you know idiots, whatever, who called you fat. You probably got a lot to thank them for. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In hindsight, it's like it's like you know. In 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 um, in adulthood, yeah, the redheads in the UK and the short people in the UK are normally really tough individuals, and they normally go on to be fairly successful. Yeah, because they have right. they know they learn at a young age how to handle themselves, how to handle rejection, how to handle you know the fact that the life life isn't always rosy. Yeah. Exactly. And actually, they're great skills to have in life because life isn't always rosy. And the people who don't have that uh, a start to life, they're often soft. And so when something bad happens, they can't deal with it. Whereas the people who have a little bit of a tougher upbringing in life, they actually can handle what life throws at them. Yeah, they've developed that mental, mental th toughness, mental fortitude, yeah. right? Yeah. So again, which is like a critical part of like achieving success like we just talked about so so yeah yeah i think sometimes with um with with people who haven't had you know that that haven't got that reserve of mental toughness because they haven't had that issue they're the people that are really hard to try and get to change their life and get them into that habit and that because they haven't got that mental fortitude so in a way you know it's part of dealing with that percentage of the population as adulthood, part of the way of getting them into shape and into nutrition and all of that, sometimes you might have to do something like, which you can't do, but, but, but in a way you may need to insult them or get them to that bottom level at some point until they've got the fight in them to achieve what you want them to achieve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you couldn't, I haven't seen any courses doing that where you, know, you, 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 you tear somebody down if you like, to such a level till the point where they go, right, I've had enough of this, and then they build up again. Yeah. I've never seen anyone doing that, but in a way, that's the process that would need to happen sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And like the, the strange thing is that like the same people that used to bully me on a daily basis now, like they've come to me like asking for <laughs> fitness advice and stuff. So, so yeah, I mean... Yeah. Every dog has his day, as they say in the UK. Every dog has his day, and uh, yeah. you know, sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes you can get great pressure from those sort of things. And um, do you do any sort of um, uh, a fighting or something? Because it looks like from your Facebook, there's like a you in a ring or something, or are you in a ring, or is it just you no. doing fitness posing? No, no, I don't do any, any, any. Oh, any I thought like you might do a bit of UFC or something like that, or a bit of featherweight no, boxing no, no. or something like that, like you know, or Thai boxing. No, that's what your picture no. looks like. It looks like you're you're in a ring, and you're, I think because you maybe really, boxing, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like to yeah, me. No, like, you know, my cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, my I, cover. I just because it's it's quite popular, isn't it, for people in the fitness space? So I was just I was just going to see if that that was something to talk about as well, but. Uh, but there we are then. How do people get in touch with you, Toda, if they're interested in your, uh, your fitness and, 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 uh, and all the rest of the stuff you do? Yeah, like basically uh, I'm using my, my Facebook and my Instagram. So basically my, you can 
like the best place you can reach out to me is uh, Todor Kirev. Basically, that's my name. And obviously, that, there are actually two accounts. So if you're interested in fitness, basically, that's um, the account you want to look for. Basically, you, you will see that I post only fitness content. And basically, my other account is my personal one. So, so yeah, basically... Facebook connect with you right on those, connect with you on those and, and have you got a website and stuff as well where, where people can buy the online courses? Uh, no, right now, like I don't really have a web a website, so Facebook is actually the best things. Yeah, the that's best servicing as a website and your, your Facebook page is, is, is your, the place where you send everyone to? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. At some point, if ever you want a website, let me know because I, uh, I do websites, I do web design. Um, I do them at a good price because I like helping people. So you um, do. it's sort of Definitely. like a startup pricing. So yeah, if ever you need anything on like like that, or even if you don't, if you want to, you wanted to use someone in Bulgaria, they, they might be able to do them cheap as well because uh, you know the economy is slightly different. Is it in the euro now? Is it Bulgaria? No, it's not. It's actually okay. it's not really. We're using the Bulgarian lever. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so there's probably so it's probably still more competitive because a lot of the Eastern yeah. European countries that have gone into the euro have, have had price increases, haven't they, to, to match with the, the the Western Europe, like you know. So, so Bulgaria. That, oh, yeah. That's why a lot of people still buy property in Bulgaria because the property prices still uh, are their their Bulgarian prices rather than European prices. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. So you might be able to get them done in Bulgaria, or you might want to, uh, or you might want to get it done in Scotland when you're in Scotland because it's local to you. All these things good. But if ever you do want to get a website anyway, speak to me and I'll give you some advice of some of the pitfalls to avoid. Because a lot of people yeah, don't I'll, understand I'll the pitfalls until they have a website and then suffer from the problems of the pitfalls, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh... I would uh, obviously it's a thing that I would obviously need to have at some point. Yeah, at some point, you, you you might want to create online courses as well and sell them via your website. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah but yeah, now now I actually like have a, like a membership platform that I use that that stores all my like videos and resources for clients. But it's essentially like all. It can it contains all my resources, so it's not. Is that, really is that Pantheon? Is that Pantheon? No, it's called Notion. Notion, yeah, okay, yeah, because I've set up Pantheon and I'm about to do the same thing. So at some yeah. point, I'm gonna do uh, like a, an academy. All my content's gonna go into an entrepreneur academy. Right. Yeah, and basically that's where you're going to store all your content, and it's a and good. Then, and then give people subscription access to to to, to get in and, and use it. Whatever way they yeah, want exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, passive income, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the plan, like, you know. So at some point, I'm, I'm looking at one of those at the moment. So I would have asked you a bit more about it, but I'll have a look at Notion as well and see whether, see what I think it does in comparison to Pantheon. But I've already yeah, just set up an account with Pantheon. I haven't actually started using it yet. So I don't really know much about it, like, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I can recommend Notion. I mean, it's it's fairly easy to use. Um, you need to like set up a few things like in the beginning, but once you do, then obviously uh, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Well, I'm conscious uh, it's a Saturday and we both got uh, stuff we got to be getting on with, I'm sure. 
So I'm going to say uh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and for, um, you know, having a great discussion about, uh, you know, everything really, you know, and uh, yeah, just thanks a lot for coming on and hope you have a great, uh, a great uh, time whilst you're off uh, uni still, uh, productive time for, for your fitness and that sort of thing. And I hope, uh, you know, things work out for you with the coronavirus and, and either getting back to Scotland or, or whatever happens going forward. Yeah. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, it, it was a great pleasure, honestly. And it was like awesome to connect with you and chat with you about everything. So, so yeah, thanks again for having me. No problem at all. And like I said, I like helping uh, out uh, young entrepreneurs in particular um, because I think young entrepreneurs need more help than older entrepreneurs. I work, uh, older entrepreneurs got to pay me and I work a lot with them anyway. But young yeah. entrepreneurs are keen to, to learn, they're hungry, and, and they're the people I want to build a long-term relationship with. So if ever you need any help at all, reach out to me. I'm on all socials, you know, I'm on the podcast, reach out to me. If ever you, say for example, you're making a, a, an entrepreneurial decision in life and you want a, a second opinion, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, that second opinion might have 30 years of experience behind it, whereas yours might have five or 10 or whatever. It's always good to have a second opinion. I always say as an entrepreneur, you make your own decisions. I'm not going to tell you anything, but it's good to make your decisions with as much information as possible. Rather it's than, always uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's always better to make informed decisions. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that. And I have your contact details. So, so yeah, awesome. Brilliant. And if you have any other young entrepreneurs who friends or whatever they want to, they want to reach out and, and have someone help them, I'm more than happy to help them too. So uh, thanks very much and have a great day. Definitely. Uh, take care. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye-bye. Right. There's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with startup and SME web design business, 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk and Mike Armstrong's Coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I, I will. And don't forget... You can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.